So every month on the full moon, I write a letter to my friends, my family, my coworkers. And um, last month I shared that meditation or that the thoughts from last month I shared here. And I thought I would do it again because I got such a lovely response last time. And it's usually about stuff that I'm processing. And I always think when we kind of talk about our stuff that maybe it helps other people. So um, I'm going to share what I'm thinking and maybe it will help you. And if it doesn't, then just, you know, take what you need and leave the rest. But these are my thoughts and I'm going to just read them to you. For as long as I've been conscious of the moon and her cycle, I have used this day to ask myself what I need to let go of. It's powerful to sift through the parts and pieces of my world and ask if there are practices, behaviors, beliefs, or even people that are disconnected from the person I hope I'm becoming. What am I allowing to be here that shouldn't? What am I too scared to confront? Where must I hold the tension required to finally end what needs completion? Where am I moving too quickly to feel the truth? Let go. I hear it in meditation and in prayer, in the lyrics of a song, the lines of a book. The universe has begun to whisper these words to me on nearly every breath. Or maybe it's always been whispering and I've only just gotten quiet enough to hear it. Let go isn't a reminder to release something. It's a gentle nudge to let go of my attachment to the outcome. It's a parent taking my hand so I will unclench my fist. It's a request to practice faith in full measure not only up to the edges of my comfort zone. It's a reminder that if I truly trusted the process, I wouldn't try and control it. A lifetime of achievement makes this idea terrifying to me. I like strategy and a plan and eventually the achievement of a goal. I've played out that cycle a thousand times. I trust that process immensely. It satisfies some need born in me long ago that believes in order to be loved, I must do things worth loving. It's the part of me that worries, if I release control, will I ever actually succeed at anything again? I hear the laughter then, from guides and ancestors who have been with me long before the beginning. Little one, they say, you think that you did all this? Right. I don't believe that. I know that I've worked hard and I've shown up and I've stood up again after getting knocked down and I've kept going and I've learned and I've gotten better. I know that I've done those things. But there is no possible explanation for this beautiful life I get to live without believing in something bigger, without believing in magic. The incredible people I get to walk beside, the work I get to do, the music I get to listen to, the books I get to read, 
the dry white wine, the fresh heirloom tomatoes in season, the soft pajamas, the rainstorms, the dogs on the beach, the bear hugs, the laughter of my children. Each and every one of my favorite parts of life is filled with magic, sourced from something I would only distort if I tried to control it. And if that's true for the little things, which are really the biggest and most important of all, then it must be true for everything. And so I am practicing peeling back one tightly curled finger at a time, letting slip the control I try to exert over everything. It's not a quick release. It's a slow unfurling. I am unlearning a lifelong pattern. Luckily, I have the rest of my life to figure it out. Perhaps this is a lesson you need to unlearn as well. Where in my life am I trying to control the outcome? What am I trying to force to happen? Where am I swimming against the tide instead of going with the flow? What are the areas of my life where I am in flow, where it feels great and things are happening easily? How can I manifest more of that in my world? On this powerful full moon, it's a beautiful time to consider it. You don't have to know all the answers. It's enough for now to ask better questions. <laughs> 